Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of Exposing Isolation. My name is Rebecca Elizabeth Weber, and today is November 12th, 2021. So I just got out of um, a class that I'm taking. Uh, It's called Weaving Well Through Illness. It's taught um, by my teacher, Quinn Red Mountain, um, through the uh, animist church in Arizona called uh, Web of Life. I've been taking classes um, through her, through them for some time now, and they're all great. Everything I do with them is great. This one is no different. Um, And today's topic was um, regret, grief, kind of turned also into like loss and disappointment. And one of my friends in there asked, um, if any of us could relate to experiencing um, not only disappointment in like our own experience that we're, if we're not aware, we thought we might be because of our um, health troubles, but if other people had projected disappointment onto us or if we've experienced like other people's disappointment and where we're at maybe um, in terms of like either um, because we had to stop doing things that we were once doing or that we had once committed to or that we weren't um, recovered yet. And um, I wanted to get on here and record this um, because it made me really emotional to talk about this in class um, and it's making me emotional to talk about it now. So um, for me, that's always the best time to sit down and record one of these episodes because I know it's something that I want to give voice to. Um, Maybe you can relate as well. And um, I just, it's always helpful for me to process uh, verbally um, whenever I'm going through something that's making me feel um, intense emotion. Um, and if I've never mentioned before or you've never listened to one of these episodes before, um, I use this show, um, these episodes, as a form of journaling. Sometimes my hands hurt too bad to um, type everything that I would like to um, express or, you know, get off my chest as it were. So um, yes, I will be um, talking here as if I was basically journaling in private. I really like sharing my story um, in this way and get a lot out of it. So um, the topic was disappointment, grief, loss, sadness. And um, I've probably talked about this before, but what's really you know hitting me today is the memory of um, seven years ago, um, about seven years ago, um, I guess six years ago and a bit, um, back in 2015, I became so sick that um, it became debilitating. And um, at the time, I was serving as the founder and executive director of my first organization, Middle Women. Um, Our mission was to cultivate self-esteem and promote positive body image. Um, And while I don't love where the positive body image movement went, um, I do think that the work that I did with my team starting in 2012 where we were some of the first 
uh, people to produce unphotoshopped photography and utilize the social media we had access to at the time, um, which was Tumblr and Facebook. Um, we, we were using these platforms to showcase bodies that were unedited. We were also uh, using our platform and also our in-person gathering to talk about mental health, talk about our experiences. Um, a lot of us um, had disordered eating, uh, suicidal ideation, self-harm even. Um, and I was holding space for a lot of people to feel safe and accepted and that there was support for them. Um, and I really loved that work, but as somebody who didn't have good boundaries, didn't have good self-care, um, it burned me out. And when my body shut down in 2015, it, it, it wasn't even the first time my body had shut down. It was just um, the end for me because uh, the first time my body shut down, which I did an episode on recently, I was 20. Um, and I was 24 when my body shut down um, the second time. And uh, the second time I became disabled and I couldn't walk. I could barely eat. Um, he wasn't my husband yet, but Thomas um, became my full-time carer. And at some point I had to tell my community that I couldn't work anymore and I, I tried, I, I tried to keep pushing through because that's all I knew. But um, I got sick at the end of January and by April, I just knew I couldn't do it anymore. And I had, we, we had our yearly April event called the Middle Women Project, which was um, health and wellness resources and a spoken word showcase um, and a pretty amazing bake sale. Uh, which we would do every year. It was like, the, it was the third one we had done. And um, there was, I think, 10, 10 or 12 um, individuals who presented um, either a poem or a story or some sort of spoken word. It was all sharing their personal story and experience. And I had my whole team there. I think at the time there was as many as 50 of us. I had students and interns and editors um, in the course of being the executive director of Middle Women, I worked with about 200 uh, students and interns. Um, most of them, when they worked with me, they get college credit. So I was partnering with the teachers at my school um, to work with these students. And um, our audience was about 100 people that night. And we got through these, the wonderful you know, spoken word and I, I wish I still had recordings of these events, but I, I don't. Um, but we got through the the um, agenda, the the uh, the presentations, I guess, and then um, it was my turn to go up and um, make my announcement. And thinking about this is what's making me so emotional. Um, is that I got up there. And I thanked everybody for coming, and I told them that I had some bad news. And I remember locking eyes with um, one of my friends who had been around the whole time. Um, he was actually a big inspiration for why I started Middle Women in the first place. Him and some of my other um, male friends 
did um, men's work um, and on campus even before I started Middle Women. And I was just so inspired by what they were doing to hold space. Um, I somewhat felt that Middle Women was somewhat of a, a balance to um, that energy that was on campus. And then I was producing what I was producing. Um, it all came out of being an anthropologist, taking sex and gender um, in culture classes, and um, just really wanting to make an impact in the world. And um, So I was looking at him and kind of looking around at everyone else. And I said, you know, um, I don't think it's a huge secret that I haven't been well. Um, and because I know that I'm not really getting any better, and I don't know if I ever will get any better, um, this is the last event that we will be putting on. Middle Women is ending, and um, I just appreciate everything that you have all done and let me do and experience uh, over the years. And I just remember him just looking down, sad, and kind of shaking his head, and you know, just the sadness in the room and the disappointment. You know, I don't, I don't think anybody was particularly disappointed in me for giving up, but just the disappointment that this thing that we had worked so hard to create um, was over. And, um, you know, Thomas was helping me run Middle Women at the time. And we had the goal of going um, one more year um, and creating it and turning it into a proper founded organization that could, that was making enough income for somebody else to run it. But I just didn't make it that long. And so I just, I had to end it there. And the amount of disappointment and, and just grief and loss from that moment and that time, you know, not to mention all of the things that happened after, um, but especially in that when I not only, um, you know, lost the work and like all the progress that I had made, but ended up losing the entire um, community as well, except for one good friend that I'm still connected with, but everyone else, I, I lost everyone. And um, it still hurts even though it was, you know, six and a half years ago, it still hurts. And I love the work that I'm doing now with Sapient Living, my second um, company. And I love all the people that I'm meeting right now and the community that I'm building with better boundaries. And it's all virtual and, you know, all the things that I'm doing to accommodate myself. But the more that I meet all of you and all of, you know, the new people that I'm sharing space with and um, every, all of you that keep telling me that I'm helping and I'm inspiring you. Um, I just remember my first group of students and my first round of work and how much I miss all those people sometimes and um, how sad it was to have to stop um, what I did. And I'm grateful that um, I, it's, it might sound weird and cheesy and too, you know, light and wooey to say that I'm grateful for my illnesses and my experience because I think it makes me that much better of a community organizer now. Um, but I'm not grateful for everything. I don't love um, how much my life has changed and how limited um, my world is because of my um, conditions, which if you don't know, um, alongside a lot of different mental health 
um, anxiety, depression, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, all of the symptoms that go along, along with um, embodied trauma. Um, I have multiple chemical sensitivities, uh, which means that all synthetic fragrances make me quite ill. So I can't really have an in-person life anymore. Um, and then also I have chronic fatigue, which has gotten tremendously better, but still um, kind of makes me have to regulate my my spoons, if you've ever you know heard of spoon theory, and makes me have to be really careful about how much I commit to and how much I can do. Um, but I just wanted to take some time to share this bit of my story with anybody who has taken the time to listen. Thank you if you have, um, because that that loss, that disappointment, I'm, I think I'm still grieving it. And the more progress that Thomas and I make with Sapient Living and the more of you that we meet and help, uh, the more I'm reminded that I've, I've done a lot of this before. Um, and I, I had so much love and compassion and um, for the people that I worked with before, the, you know, those dozens and hundreds of people. And now I'm meeting all of you and uh, working with you and bringing you shadow work and trauma recovery and support um, and uh, working with Thomas so that he can get his journey and message out there and, um, you know, bring some of you on as clients. I love what I'm doing, but I loved what I was doing before and it ended. And I guess I'm a little bit afraid that I'll um, experience that level of loss again, but I'm quite a bit older now. I've learned a lot and I think that I'm doing things more um, carefully, showing myself a lot more compassion than I ever did um, in my early 20s. So Thank you um, so much for listening again if you did. And um, also thank you to my teacher and you know my friends who are in the group who are always helping me gain new insight and perspective on my experience. Um, okay, I will catch you on the next one. Thanks so much.